0: everybody, and welcome back to a very special bonus episode of The Televoid. I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya.
1: I'm coming off of zero sleep and multiple days at Staples Center, so I don't have anything clever to say today.
0: Well, hey, LaToya. <laughs> and we are revisiting um, the Inferno. So we're talking Real World, Real Rules Challenge, the Inferno Part Two. Part so we have already finished part uh. uh we're now on to part 2. and it is I would say the more insane of the two. Although I'm sure that's quite debatable, and we'll be debating that throughout the episode. But um, we can get kind of right into it. I mean, we literally went all over the place with this first one. More broadly explaining the concept for people who are not familiar, this is kind of like quote-unquote more of the same, but it's still like more of the insanity. There is
1: a twist on the format this time.
0: Yes. There's a a huge twist. I feel like it completely changes the way that people are sending people into the Inferno. So I think it helps, to be honest, because the first season we went over, there was a lot of drama about the way people were being nominated to go in. Mm -hmm. It was because everyone was volunteering themselves to go in or... Yeah, so it became chaos and people were trying to vote each other out maliciously. Mm-hmm. Essentially, by the end of Veronica. it, Veronica. And this is this is a lot more performance based or like capability
1: based. And this is also it's not real world versus road rules. It is good guys <laughs> versus badasses, and that's where we get into a lot of conversations about. Really.
0: Why would they say? Okay, well let's just get right it's into it because I feel like this is a great jumping off. Does not mean so person, but it should. Really? It should just be okay. I think we we'll discussed this briefly, maybe not in the first one, but definitely like off off air. But like, I have an issue with them calling them badasses and good guys yes. because neither are neither. Like, the, no one is any of this. I mean, they're incorrect.
1: Like, J, like Jamie and Mike are good guys. Like, I don't think there's anything okay. about that. And Daryl. I guess. I guess. But also, but like in theory, they, like Darrell
0: and Mike would be badasses by the way, what the term badasses means. It's nullified by the fact that they put Julie on the good guys team. Like, that alone is in- Do you remember the last episode when we talked- Or the last two episodes when we talked about how crazy and racist Julie is? So what they did to reward that is put on a team labeled good guys. Stamped off as, like, probably one of the biggest people on the team, too. Like, she's one of the most well-known people. So, like, this is crazy. This is some crazy shit that she's even involved it's a, such a disrespect to Jamie and Darrell and Mike to even have her on there. Like, it's crazy. Even, like, Landon, who's a psycho in many ways, is a lot more, like, baseline, this kind of, like, boring jock guy. Okay, fine, he's a good guy. Well, or no, like,
1: yeah, Landon was, like a, like, a psycho on his season, but in the challenge, he was always more a normal guy, so it's all weird anyway.
0: How yeah, but this know- is also the crazy the season. This is the, this is the crazy time when he goes, like, full on psycho during his Inferno. Then <laughs> in a ladder Inferno, but we'll get to that one, though. But so, we can break down the teams just to give you a better idea of who's in them, but just, like, right off the bat, that was a re- immediately, I was like, what's happening? This is a horrible combination of people. Like, it's poorly weighted, too, just, like, in terms of abilities. It's bizarre. I don't for the get it. For the most part, the,
1: I guess the badasses team makes sense. If we're saying badass it just means bad guys. That's what we're saying. But why not but
0: just say bad guys?
1: It, it's weird, it's weird. But, uh, except for, I disagree with Derek being on the badasses team if we're, if we're using that, like, bad guys thing. I'd yeah. say trade Tr- Tr- Garrick and, and Julie, honestly.
0: And honestly, I think Karama and Dan don't fit there either. I don't think either of them are quote-unquote bad guys. Dan's just like, like a catty gay guy, and that's why he's on the badasses team. And even Rachel, to a degree. I don't oh no, Rachel.
1: She, we, we've talked about Rachel. She definitely would be on that team. Because remember, she's Veronica's girlfriend.
0: Listen, I get that. But at the same time, like if she hadn't been on a team, she may not have been part of that little clique. Like this is It's part of like the people are bad because you put all the bad people together. And they all start, like, it's like when you put oil in water, all the oil's going to clump together and go, fuck <laughs> them. It's like, or the top, or I don't know. Do you think together. that
1: Rachel would be a good person if she was put on the good person team? Or, or, I feel like she would sell her team out specifically to help her I out mean, it's
0: possible, but that's the kind of stuff where at least then she'd have to make some kind of a decision. Like, if you're going to put her on the badass team to start, of course she's going to just, it's like a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're going to label them all badasses, they're all going to feel obligated to be idiots.
1: And yeah, they um, are. I, Rachel's whole thing was always just, like, basically to defend Veronica. Like, Veronica would run her mouth, and it was like, she'd do even more when and she had Rachel there to, like, protect her.
0: I even disagree. I This is probably a very bold stance on my part, but I even disagree with CT being on that team at this point, because all he's done is the, the prior season at this point, and he's fine in that. Like, he has some moments it's, where he seems like yeah. he's kind of a quote-unquote badass, where he's, like, into, well he wins a lot they, they pick and choose about what constitutes like
1: their backstory for the badass because if you're just counting the Inferno then he'd be on the good guys team I would think
0: if yeah and if also like real world
1: Paris then it makes sense why yeah. he'd be on the badass team
0: and then the whole badass thing too is like well is uh, to me like the way that they're saying it badass could also mean like they're tough and they're like cool or whatever. And so I Mike or
1: Cena yeah,
0: Mike or Landon also could qualify for that. Like I don't get where they're or Darrell, from. yeah. Yeah, or, or Darrell, Brad. Or, or Jody even. <laughs> like random people are considered like tough in a different way. Like she was real Roll. Like you don't know what's qualifying what. So, like it should have been heroes and villains. Or it should have been like bad guys, good people or good guys or whatever. It's so, like it's just like I, I don't know. I
1: think they do this season like a uh, good guys, bad guys again and they do it with voting. Which makes sense.
0: Right. And the harder problem here, which we'll get into throughout the episodes, because we're going to break it down just like episode by episode, but the bigger issue, I think, is that, like, kind of what I'm saying with, like, oil and water, the major problem with b- pairing up quote unquote badasses against good guys is, of course, there are some idiots on the good guys team. I mentioned Julie, of course, she's here. But, like, the rest of them, sure, they're good guys, but they're all mostly, just, like, jocks or tough people or, like, quote unquote good guys. So there's some drama, but for the most part, everyone's just like, yeah, well, just, it's all like real ho-hum for the most part. When you get the baddest people, it's all like the most difficult people in the world because it's like an episode of the real world, real, 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 real challenge, and then you like narrow it down further to people who are difficult on that show, which is a whole different level of crazy. So like you get people that are truly like, I mean, I mean not to be, I'm not trying to judge anybody, but truly, I think, unwell and they're all on a team together and they're all talking and caddy with each other and it's just utter chaos and so of course that team suffers tremendously under the weight of mm-hmm. having to try and go forward, constantly losing battles, constantly voting out of like maliciousness, constantly like, trying to like pick and like choose who's going to do what in each every challenge. It's it's way too competitive and it just it's like it's like saying like I'm going to I'm going to make a list of everybody in the classroom. Who got grades like for this essay or this whatever? And you're like, all the people who got above an eighty, you're in this group. Everyone who got below an eighty, you're in this group. Now <laughs> form a study group and do well on the next final together. And it's like, well, sure, it's possible to we'll all work together and like, like you know, succeed. But it's just you're you're setting all these people up for failure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, spoiler alert, we'll get into it. They're chaos. Like the minute the episodes yeah. begin, it's chaos.
1: You know what? I think we should like. We probably should have done this beforehand, but let's split it up into real world versus road rules. I don't know how even the teams would be, but see how let's see how it would change if that was for the teams instead of good guys versus bad asses.
0: Right. I mean, that's yeah, a, like, I think we mentioned that in the first episode yeah. we did because honestly, let's be realistic. The people on the real world tend to be jockey or like good looking and usually fit sometimes. But they're usually people that are planning to set, spend a semester or like a a sabbatical hanging out with people in a house. Mm-hmm. Partying, but doing stuff.
1: I sure. think this real-world team, like, if you just made the real world the team, right?
0: Right. I think you would have
1: had dead weight like Karamo and Beth, right? Right. But you would have also had CT on a team. Fair. You would have had Mike on a team. Right. You would have had Brad on a team. Right. Uh, you would have had uh, Jamie. Jamie was good, yeah. Uh, Landon, uh, let's see, Robin, eh. Yeah. John, John eh, eh. <laughs> Julie, eh.
0: Jamie is the only other person, anyway. and
1: Tanya is you know wild card. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, ben. Road Rules would I have been. I mean,
0: like most of the people are from Real World still because this is still mm-hmm. like when Real World was like dominant, and I feel like it was a couple seasons ahead of Real World, <laughs> Road Rules.
1: I think but... yeah, Road Rules would have actually been like a solid team because it would have been uh Abram, Darrell, Derek, uh Rachel, Tina, Veronica. Uh, Jody, that they would have most likely gotten along, and they, they probably would have won if it was Road Rules versus Real World.
0: I mean, we're saying all of this. Part of the the job is to get the chaos. Like they did a great yeah. job in that sense. They probably. I think they, they realized, yeah. Yeah, but like it's it's wild to me because I I do just generally think I, it's worth mentioning. It's heavily weighted towards the good guys winning, and I just think in general the way that it's set up too is it's so. Reliant on people to do well on like physical tasks. This one is especially physical because it's all even the challenges are like after the first Inferno they realize they can really like lean into like the fear factor element and they start doing like crazy physical stuff and it's like all physical stuff in this one. So like this one it's 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 rewarding people that were on say like the road rolls that did like this kind of stuff literally every time they were out like mm. real world people are good in part but, like there's enough like people that are on the lower end of the scale for them, that they would definitely be weighted lower, I think. But either way, the way it's broken down, it's not great for their bad acting. Yeah. But of course, there are all the people that went on to do more of these challenges because they're way more interesting to watch. So that's what they're mm-hmm. kind of hoping that people will tune in for. Um, so I'm just going to go real quick down the list of people. You can Google it and look up who exactly is there. I'll, I'll link to the actual, um, you know, Wikipedia to look through, but... It's best to like put faces to them because God knows the minute, like I said before, the minute you see these people, you're gonna immediately remember everything, even if it's been like ten years since you watched this. When it was first airing, you'll remember them. So okay, so on their badass, this quote unquote badass team, you have Abram from South Pacific, uh, Real Rules. CT uh, from Paris, Real World, Derek from Real World, uh, Rules Extreme, um, Rachel. Yeah, and this is uh this. This challenge is
1: the season after Road Rules Extreme and Real World San Diego. And so they're new. Yeah, they're the newbies. Yeah. There's two of them.
0: Um, and so you get uh, Rachel from uh, Road Rules Campus Crawl. Tina from Road Rules South Pacific. Tanya from uh, Real World Chicago. Veronica from Real Rules Semester at Sea. Dan from Real World Miami. Karamo from Real World Philadelphia. Beth from Real World Los Angeles. And then on the Good Guys team, you have Darrell from Road Rules Campus Crawl. Jamie from San Diego, Real World, and then um, Landon from Real World Philadelphia, Mike, the Miz, obviously, from Real World, or sorry, Real World New York, or back to New York, I should say. Yes. And then Shavonda from Real World Philadelphia, Julie from Real World New Orleans, and hell. Um, had <laughs> Real World San Diego, Jody Real World Extreme, and Robin, Real World San Diego, John, Real World San Diego, or Los Angeles. So like, of those people, the major players. Some of them went on to do like truly like, famous stuff. Like you have obviously like, Karamo from Queer Eye. You have Jamie Chung from like acting and hosting. Yeah, and, and being married Miz. to Brian
1: Greenberg. Yeah. this is her
0: only season of the challenge, and she wins. And she's amazing. She's fucking amazing. Spoiler alert: she big wins. Chung. She's great. Like I wish the whole season was like people like. That's what the thing is. Like I, I don't mind these shows for the drama of it all, but there's a there's like a a, a breath of like this could be a good show sometimes where it's, like, you get, like, the amazing race-style stuff where people are competing as teams, and I love it. I just wish there was a little more of that, to be honest. But I, fine.
1: I love real-world San Diego and just in general for a lot of reasons, but, like, the fact that just Jamie is normal and that's it, it's, like, she she never gets her, like, in any trouble or, like, does anything embarrassing, and it's amazing.
0: Good it's for like her. like, you do you, girl. Yes. She literally, like, some people describe, like, they're going to get famous by doing this reality show. Like, she literally just did that. Um, so to Mike, we went over that last uh, couple episodes. Mike, Mike the Miz from WWE is there as well, and um, there they are keep, some other people yeah. that went on to other stuff. But they put in the work. Yeah, and then obviously there's like famous like challenge people that are that are introduced here, or like their seasoned vets that are pulling mm-hmm. back. You have CT, who's obviously a famous, uh, <laughs> his ongoing wedding specials come up now. Um, there's uh, Rachel is sort of a regular, I think. I, I guess yeah. I some of it um more famously her partner Veronica is in this and in, in very Veronica Mitchell and very many uh future seasons. Um and then Tanya Cooley obviously I think is one of the most famous people uh. in any of these.
1: I be like, it's going to be really upsetting when we get to like the the really bad season for Tanya.
0: She's so good though. She's so good. Oh, I have so many things to say about her guys. I'm obsessed with her in this. This is like peak peak Tanya in this season. Yeah.
1: You see you have because you haven't gotten like you stop at a certain times. So you haven't seen, like, the ruins where, like, she's just a mess and uh, everything's, like, really sad.
0: I think I did see that, but I just, like, put it out of my head because it's yes, depressing. Really should. But she's so, I mean, like, listen, like, she's, she's um, I feel bad for her in this. I feel bad for her. Team Tanya, been, though. Exactly. That's all I ever think of is, like, poor Tanya. She has had a really rough go of it, and it's very clear that she has no support from anyone on the show, including the crew. Like, that's all I ever think of whenever I watch this. Like, yeah. why did no one intervene? Even, like, the people on her team that were not, like, the, the friends groupie clique people should have intervened yeah. and said, like, what's happening? Are you okay? And none of them do. I'm like, stop. Dan is, like, kind of the closest that kind of intervenes, but we'll get to that episodes so where that gets there, but oh, I feel bad Anyway, so, so this is uh, another season of them competing against each other. There's challenges they do as groups, and then whoever wins gets a... Uh, chance at the life shield, which means that they mm-hmm. actually get to like, get out of going to the Inferno. And then the person who loses, um I think it's just like they nominate the other people, right? So it's just like someone has to yeah. nominate someone from the other team. So it's no longer you can never you're not choosing your own team member. So it is a little bit more strategic, but also it sort of it eliminates the infighting amongst team members about who should volunteer. And like forcing like all that bullshit with Julie last season where she felt like she didn't want to have like you know oh yeah just because after all her bitching season. about Coral oh my god I mean I don't even know we can't react <laughs> this again yeah. let's not do that again she is trash like start to finish I hate but but her but now
1: this season Julie is reformed she was in a bad oh, place excuse She's me like... ma'am I'm like hey, what Julie <laughs> are you talking about I, I, I'm talking about what she is saying oh, okay I'm about what, what okay blonde, <laughs> what blonde Julie is saying. Uh, she's in a bad place, but she asked God for forgiveness, and then she, like, immediately slut-shames Veronica in the same sentence.
0: I hate her. Like, I hate (laughs) her so much.